Welcome to the Glowgetters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Glowgetters podcast. It's Kayla here. I'm excited that you're here. This podcast episode is only on the podcast feed. It is not on my YouTube channel. I just wanted to just get some thoughts out for you. So I'm actually recording with my Apple AirPods on my deck while I'm doing some reflecting outside. So maybe you're going to hear like the breeze and maybe like some <laughs> garbage trucks, maybe, I don't know, um, <laughs> some birds. Uh, I hope you don't mind. I'm just feeling really present and excited to be outside. And I just want to get these thoughts out of my head. And I thought, oh gosh, this is a really good topic to talk to you about while I'm in the middle of working through this situation. So like always, I like to give you guys tangible tips, tricks, and really my honest and genuine perspective on what it's like to be a leader and what management is like and what it's like to be a millennial leader (laughs) and leading all different kinds of people and moving through really, really big change. So today's episode is going to be all about preparing for a really big change and what we can do to set ourselves up for success, but also sort of about the idea that um, we can only plan so much until we have to take action on that plan and execute it and really learn from that. So I hope you are as excited about this topic as I am, because I think that um, big changes happen all the time. Like the the running joke or the running uh, truth is that change is constant. Change is sometimes the only constant in our life, especially in our workplace. And I think it's it's good to remember that just to preface this conversation, that there are different types of folks who deal with change in different kinds of ways. The first way, um, well, let me just kind of give you a high level overview. There are definitely people who are early adopters. There are people that jump on the bandwagon with you. You're like, let's change. And they're like, yep, I'm already there. <laughs> um, that's often me. I really like change. It's something that uh, sets me up for success. But I think it's also something that uh, <laughs> makes it so that sometimes I just want to change all the time. I really don't like sitting in the discomfort of the same thing all the time. So I think that's just something to create awareness for people that there are people who are going to be on board with you from day one, even before you're ready to just go for it. Then there's kind of the people like in the middle, they maybe trust you. They're like, okay, I'll change. I'll adopt. But maybe I'm not going to be like the first one to buy the brand new Apple phone. Like I like Apple, my current Apple phone's working, right? So I probably don't need to go and get a new one and change, but like, I'll be open to it and I'll I'll come along with you. If you want me to get a new phone, I'll get a new phone, (laughs) right? So there's kind of those middle people. And then the other side of it is that there are definitely folks that are going to be like, 
I don't want to change. <laughs> and they're going to be the people that are very late adopters or the people that sadly to say, they'll never change. And these people can be hard to work with because um, you're trying to make movement and move things forward. And they're really going to be antithetic to your ability to find success. And they might even create some negative culture in the team where you're like, okay, like, I hear that most people are wanting to move, but you having this attitude of not wanting to move is really affecting others' uh, opinions of, you know, getting on board. At the same time, these people are also usually really detail-oriented and have a lot of good reasons for why they don't want to change or they don't want to be early adopters. They want to see what happens before they change. They want to see the success. They like to see things kind of like, worked out ahead of time. So it's easier for them to navigate a new situation. So these people aren't bad people. They're just people that need a little bit of extra information, extra layer of details, and they really need to see success before they can pull the trigger. So when you're thinking about a big change, you want to consider like who on my team is an early adopter, who is sort of like neutral and like willing to come and trust me, and then who is sort of a late adopter or might never want to change. And there's, of course, the entire spectrum amongst all three different types of these groups. And uh, n- nobody's like exactly the same in in their um you know, comfort level with moving forward, but just have an awareness of like, where do my different people fall? Because what this does is it allows you to lend more support to the people who need that extra level of encouragement, support, training, uh, conversation, walking through the details. And then it also lets you know, like the people that are just like wanting to run ahead of you or with you, like those are going to be your project champions who get the actual work done, who can help you move things forward, who can be your cheerleaders at Go Live and really just like, okay, you know, like here's where we're at and here's where we're going, kind of be the visionaries for you. So I think that's good background info to have. Um, And now I just kind of want to pivot and talk about like actual change and the go live and give you guys a real example from my life. So if you've been following me on social media or listen to these other episodes, you know that my company is going through a large change. I work for a healthcare system. So we are changing slash consolidating our electronic medical record. And I'm also a blood bank manager, program manager for a system um, wide program of transfusion and blood bank services. And so we're also getting a brand new computer system for blood bank. Um, And the rest of the lab is also getting a brand new computer system that is integrated within the electronic medical record. So this is like massive, massive change. And it's funny because a lot of people who maybe didn't pay attention to the communications or who maybe are those people that they're not necessarily late adopters. They're just like more procrastinate. Like I want to, not in a bad way, but just like I deal with the things that I need to deal with like today and that's all I can handle or that's all I choose to handle. Those are the people that are like, wait, so we're changing? What's this project about? And it's so funny because it's like, as a leadership team, all of my leaders and I, we've been working on this project for two plus years behind the scenes. <laughs> and I mean, training for it on our frontline end users and staff didn't happen until a month, a month and a half ago. So it's funny, like you'll notice as a leader, you've had time to wrap your mind around the ideas of something and it's your job to communicate the importance and the why and... um 
you know, all the work that's been done on the back end that's pertinent for them to understand like the where we were and where we want to go and where we're going, because you're going to know way more than everybody else. And so for me, it's like, I'm kind of tired of working on this project, but I'm very happy that we're at go live. Um, because I have been working on it for two years and also like throughout other projects happening, right? Like no change or projects happen in a vacuum. It's not going to be like the only thing you're ever working on, right? Like you're also working on 10 other things at the same time. So of course we were working on this, you know, while we were working on COVID, right? Like, so, so that's just a perspective. Like my people are tired and I'm tired too, but it's go live day. It's go live week. So, so yeah, that's the thing is like when you're driving and leading up to a change, you got to be able to communicate what's been done, you know, the intentions behind it to get that trust, to build trust, to have people move forward with you. Now, that being said, planning, right? So we've been planning and building and working on workflows for, you know, like, two years, right? So, or more. And what I've been finding is there's always a lot of these questions like, well, we're not 100% sure like how this workflow will be in the, once we're live, because we can only test it in our test environment. And we're not exactly sure how like other things that are changing are going to affect this workflow. But here's like what we can, what we know And in that sense, when you're planning for what you know, you also kind of try to take into account what you anticipate happening, even if you don't know 100%. And you also try to take into account like what uh, you don't know, (laughs) right? So you're trying to think of like, okay, what do I, what am I not thinking of and what can I plan for? And so, sorry, I have the sniffles, (laughs) I have some allergies, um, but so, so yeah, that's the thing is you can only plan so well, but we can't plan for 100% of the situations and, it, and our plans will absolutely not be perfect once we go live. And, you know, I think this is something that has been like the biggest issue for a lot of my team is that they're like, they're having such a hard time wrapping their brain around the fact that we can't know everything or we can't plan everything or like what we put in the plan will have to be different and it won't be our plan might be have have to be scrapped (laughs) and so you know we're at the 11th hour like a couple days and and even hours before go live and I have people kind of still contacting me like we need to shore up this procedure or like I still have a bunch of questions and at that point I myself as a leader, having worked on this program so much, had kind of transitioned into surrender mode. So I was no longer in discipline mode of like, we need to get this procedure out or we need to get like all the details perfected because I just knew that we've planned as much as we can. I'm at the point where I just want to rip the bandaid off and go live because a plan is a plan. But once you're live and in reality, Now you can actually make changes to your plan that become your actual workflows based on what's actually happening. So to me, that's effort that's so well spent versus planning for the unknown. Of course, we plan and we have systems and structures in place to support us at go live, right? But at the same time, like let those plans carry us through to just rip the bandaid off 
and go live and understand what our current reality is and then make changes, work aids, all of these things for what's actually happening. To me, that feels the most efficient. That feels like the best use of our time. And it's kind of like if you think about like worrying about a situation and then actually experiencing it, they're two very different things. I think Renee Brown says something like you spend like X amount of hours or minutes or whatever, like worrying, but then like the actual act of taking care of a hard or difficult conversation only lasts like a very, very short amount of time. And then once you have that experience, you're like, oh my gosh, like experiencing the real thing was way better than like all the anxiety and fear around the unknown and like knowing I have to deal with this really uncomfortable issue. So for me, you know, my mindset has just been to encourage my team, like create the plans as best as you can, but then at some time, no, like you can't keep tweaking the plan even because like right up to go live because you don't actually know. (laughs) So like be okay with the plan being imperfect, but be ready to learn and change the plan based on reality. So I don't know if some of you are also kind of like this or have experienced this, but you know, the experiencing go live yesterday, a couple days ago, I don't even know now (laughs) as whenever I'm recording this, um, you know, the actual act of going live in new systems, like in the moment, it was really calm. You know, in a leader's mind, we're thinking of like every single detail and situation and we're like, ah, like we have to plan for it and document it and communicate it. But like sitting next to the tech in the morning when I went in, it was like 530 or six. I was like, is our new medical record up yet? Like, are we back from downtime? They're like, it just came up. And they looked at me with like deer in the headlights. I'm like, they're like, what's our next step? Like, where, what do we do now? And I just said, okay, what's, where are we at in the workflow? Do you have your workflow documents? And this is where wonderful plans set you up for success. High level overview of where we were. We created a work, a workflow document, like kind of a roadmap of where we would be throughout the night. And I was like, here's where we're at. Here's where we were. Here's where we're at. Here's where we're going. We're in this section. What does this section tell you to do? Right. And so they could just like read and follow instructions. So that, that anxiety of like, Oh my God, what do I do now? But ah, I have the high level plan. But then there were a couple things where they're like, Oh, but this isn't actually how we thought it would happen. Like, okay. So this is the perfect example of where the plan helps us create structure and some sort of guidepost for what we need to do. But then in reality, we find out something different and we make small tweaks and perfections in in that case. In some cases, it's like scrap it and replan and do something different. But in most cases, it's just tweak a little bit. And so, you know, I'd argue without the plan or high level overview, you know, we wouldn't have had as, as a successful of a go live. But having that plan, but then also being very comfortable with being like, all right, in reality, where are we at? Let's make small, tangible tweaks was amazing. So um, I felt so happy to be there. And, and like, what I want to say to you guys is like, in that moment, we were calm in our minds, because we had the plan, but we also knew the reality. 
So that comparison of like the leading up, creating the plans, having anxiety around the ambiguity and fear of what it's actually going to be like versus like actually being in the moment, two very different mindsets and one one filled with anxiety and one just very calm and like, all right, present and in the moment, what can we do right now? You know, what, and, and really I've been deferring to my team a lot is like, what, what do you think we should do? What makes you most comfortable? How should we pivot? And just asking those like open-ended questions and as a leader, really trying not to make all of those decisions for all my people, but really consulting people about what their real experience is because I'm not necessarily doing the work. I'm guiding the people who are doing the work. All right, everybody. I hope that really helps you. I just thought it would be really pertinent to give an overview of like the idea of planning to plan, but then you can only plan so much. Then you need to rip the bandaid off and go and make decisions and tweak and perfect your plan and be so much happier and calm and present in the moment knowing you can know what reality is or find out what reality is versus planning for an ambiguous situation and just creating awareness around there are definitely different types of folks who are going to come with you faster or slower depending on you know their preferences and that's a good thing just to have an awareness of and give people the extra level of support or different kinds of support that they need in order to bring everybody with you and walk beside people as their leader and ensure a successful go live and a successful navigation through change. And I guess one more thing I was thinking about is just know that anytime you make a change, you know, the first couple of days are going to be super hard. And something I was told is this is a marathon and not a sprint. As we go through the days, we're going to find more issues and more incidents to place and more workarounds that we need to create or different workflow options we need to tweak. And that's, that's normal, right? And so pacing yourself, taking breaks as a leader, signing off your computer. You know, I, at Go Live yesterday, I started working at, like, got up at 4.30. I was on the phone with IT until 8 p.m. or 8.30 p.m. last night, answering emails and stuff. So I worked a huge, really, really long, really crazy day. And my, you know, my leaders told me, like my boss and directors were like, you need to pace yourself. This is a marathon, not a sprint. So just let people know when you're going to be offline and when you'll be back, you know, have support people around you who can have your back for those few hours when you have to sign off or can be your backup. So just expect issues, expect change, expect to need to pace yourself and just know things won't be a hundred percent perfect when you go live. But the beauty of it is that you know the reality and you can tweak and perfect to adjust to the reality. All right, everyone, take care. I hope you like this episode in this fast pace, just me like on the fly. I hope the audio wasn't too terrible. If you like this episode, please leave me a good rating and review on Apple um, iTunes. It'd be really, really good because it helps my message get out to other people so then they can hear this message and I can connect with people and help more people in their leadership journey. And of course, like always, if you like this episode, screenshot it, tag me on Instagram and let me know like what pieces you enjoyed or that you just had a fun time listening and that you're a regular listener so I can say hello to you. All right, take care, everybody, and be a light. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Glow Getters podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give me a good rating and review. I would so much appreciate all the good feedback you have for me. 
if you like this content and you want to get some more of it, maybe even see me <laughs> and watch some videos, you can check out my YouTube channel. Just search Kayla Fahey Arndt and you should be able to find my channel, which I call the Leadership Collaborative, which has tons of great information on leadership and tells you a little bit more about my Leadership Collaborative community that is always enrolling at the end of each month. All right, everyone. Thanks so much again. I hope you stay well and safe. Be a light. Talk soon. Bye.